uh, on a sunny spring afternoon in the Steel City, back in the building, Pick and Roll Podcast. I'll be breaking some sort of laws here, I don't know, but yeah, back here. <laughs> uh, Gavin, hello, nice oh, to see you. Hello. The trade deadline has come and gone. It's come and gone, um, much like my youth. No major moves, really. There's lots of kind of stuff around the margins, around the edges. No one's really, it's not been a big superstar on the move as, as such. Um, how do you feel about what uh, what your Blazers did, uh, bringing in Norman Powell at the expense of uh, young Trent and uh, Rodney Hood? The Rodney Hood contract was always looked like it was one that was going to get moved the minute it was signed. But um, sad to see Gary Trent Jr. go. I'm going to preface this by saying I think if if you go back to some of our previous uh, <laughs> some of our previous All Star picks, our, our, our upside All Stars and stuff, I'm fairly sure I've picked Norm Powell a few times. Like mm. I always. I had a lot of hope in the norm. It was always a bit Jacqueline Hyde for me. He'd kind of, he'd have years where you're like, is he really worth that money? And then, I think, years like this year where he's kind of, it's fairly easy to look at the Blazers and see at like where the problems lie. It's in rebounding and defending really big dudes. Like that's Mm. that's essentially the problem. I'd say jacking up threes is probably not. An area they're short in. <laughs> um, so, I, and Norman plugs none of those holes. It's mm. a strange move, and I'm not at all sure what the plan was with that. Um, yeah, I'm sad to see Gary Trent go. I just, I also don't really necessarily see how it improves you in the yeah. short term yeah it's well i think it's short term long term medium term I just, he was I'm about not... to get properly paid wasn't he next year so i think that's probably what the thinking is um and, you know they've had him on sort of a rookie scale deal haven't they and mm. um he's probably going to want about 20 million <laughs> next year so uh, i think they're kind of just getting ahead of that but um i guess powell offers a bit more sort of off the dribble sort of bounce and stuff um but um it's not massive upgrade by any stretch i don't think no uh, no no, and, and I mean, I'm, we'll get to it later. I was hoping they'd have been in for Aaron Gordon. Yeah. And I think Hood and Gary Trent is not too dissimilar to the package that actually went to Orlando. Mm, they've really blown it up, haven't they? To um, dislodge it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Orlando were like, uh, fuck it. We're going to see if there's out in Mobamba. Yeah, I like, the, I like the move for Denver. That's um, definitely the kind of player they needed. We'll see what he's really made of now on, well, a, on a decent team, I guess. Is he the thing that troubles me? There is like he he wanted it out because he's frustrated because I guess he sees that he wasn't getting the help. He was their sort of central piece, mm. much like Zach Levine on the Bulls, if you will. Not many players are going to go from that to being third choice. Very definitely and very clearly, mm. third choice. So I, I'm curious to see how that's going to pan out. Like, I, I, that's one of the things I think the Blazers could have integrated him better than the Nuggets will. Yeah. Because everything goes through Jokic and Murray. Yeah. And they do move the ball a bit. They do so, move the ball yeah. a lot. But I mean, like, hey, doing a swing pass is oddly. <laughs> it's not what Aaron Gordon demanded out of. Orlando 4, is it? Yeah. I'm not sure what the Vucevic move does for Chicago. It's He was like just kind of shuffling the deck chairs a bit, that really. Um, where it's does an he all-star. Take you? Yeah, but I mean, where's he realistically? He doesn't make them any. You? Yeah, he's not. Yeah. 
you know, it's not tipping the balance, is it? It's not vaulting them into contention by any stretch. They're potentially not the worst team in the division anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I mean, and that's something, I guess. And they can say we've traded for an all-star. Fairly middle of the road all-star there, yeah. <laughs> At that, I mean... Well, it's a numbers game, isn't it? You yeah. Just, you Sooner know. or later, especially centres. Especially centres. Yeah. Um, Washington, again, deciding they're quite happy to be bad and stay bad, it seems. Bradley Beal... Still not sort of gone anywhere. Um, but no, doesn't appear he wants Washington, to. This isn't a choice by Washington. <laughs> they're, they're actively doing everything they can to not be bad. They're just really bad at that as well. Like, it's they're fucking up. They can't. Yeah, they're just. It, it's the Wizards at this point, isn't it? And it's. I think if we look back now, we can say it's a curse. Should never change your name from from the bullets. <laughs> it's not gone well, has it? And since you did starting with Gilbert Arenas, as I just said, ironically, right as well. When you think about it, the only successful period they've had, right, since changing the name from the bullets was completely blown up by a gun in the locker room. <laughs> so ironically, the threat of bullets, like, yeah, they're just shit in it, and they're gonna be shit because it's not about talent, and I don't know. Is it because I I think maybe there's a l- GMs are a lot smarter than lots of the media people in lots of cases, and yeah you can go on the jump and talk about how great Bradley Beal is, but I don't see anybody putting their money to, where their yeah, mouth is. Yeah, I don't see yeah. anybody wanting to back that up, and you only have to look at the likes of Jeremy Grant if you know what I mean. Good stats, bad team. Like that's that's a thing. These are all incredibly good basketball players in their own right, and given free reign on a team, will put up numbers in lots of cases. Hmm. But that doesn't necessarily make the team a better one. Talking of people who sort of talk a good game rather than actually doing things, um, Boston kind Woo! of sneakily dumped sort of Daniel Woo! Tice, who's pretty much been their starting centre for last few years in a what just seems like a money-making move to get another tax. Um, I guess they dress it up as we want to see what we've got in this Robert Williams kid. And they never really seem to pull anything off either, do they? It's, uh, you know, Danny, Danny Ainge. Gone from uh, genius yeah. to, uh, uh, yeah, he just sat there and watched these picks crumble to yeah. dust in his hand. His big, just, just <laughs> I had everything and it's all gone. It's all gone. They're bad now. They're bad now. Yeah, they're not. And this, uh, is, this is two years removed from people talking about them being legit title contenders, not mm. like not like conference final contenders, like legit title contenders. And it's just, I'm sick of seeing them on the TV. I know that much, um, far too much. They're not going to watch uh, either these days. No, they had a great game against Memphis. Actually, Memphis beat them in overtime. That was a cracking game. Yeah. Um, Memphis are a good watch. They are. Who's here's a question for her. who would, knowing what we know now and sort of the level of play we've seen. Uh, over the last few months or so, who, would you take Zion over Jar Morant? No. no, I don't think I would. Still. I wouldn't have at any as good point. as sort of Zion's been recently. Didn't he put on no. thirty nine last night? I'm not Something. sure. I think I'm he put on his career scores, high but, like thirty nine. Um, I, I think I'd still rather have Jar Morant for like next ten years. I think he offers a lot more. Yeah, he yeah. offers a lot. I mean, he's, he's struggling with his outside shot, but um, you can work just, on that. He's so exciting when he gets yeah. the ball in the uh, in the open floor. He had a couple of I worry. lefty throwdowns. Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, I worry. There's Derek Rose potential. There's some ankle. There's some yeah. ankle breaking potential in there because yeah. he goes up and yeah. travels. Yeah. He's uh, yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's great fun. I'm, uh, but yeah, he's clearly the best young point guard. Yeah. Uh, imagine. So imagine 
imagine you traded away Luka Doncic for Trey Young, and then the year after, somebody who does kind of the same thing as Trey Young but better pops up <laughs> in Jamarant. Um, see, the Rajan Rondo experiment was very short-lived. Uh, hey, to be fair, that's not the first time that sentence has been uttered this decade. <laughs> and he's, I'd love, he's another one. You watch the thing, it's genius what he's going to bring. He brings all this stuff. And why the fuck can't, can't people wait to get shot of Rajan Rondo? Uh, they talk about glue guys. He must be the exact opposite. Like, I, I don't know. People seem to think he's going to, you know, it's... Well, the Clippers have won that. Yeah, exactly. Got yeah, Rondo. Like, hey. Yeah. hey, I mean, to be fair, we're still we're in the we're in the post All Star game, Rondo, isn't it? It's not quite playoff Rondo yet. When playoff Rondo comes, I don't know. The guy looks to me to be increasingly a shadow of his former self, and a lot of his, let's say, more abrasive character traits become a lot harder to handle if you're a teammate yeah when he also feels like he when you watch like he projects a lot of his frustrations at himself onto his teammates now yeah. and yeah he holds people to account well who the fuck is holding him to account yeah <laughs> the um, that keep trading him miami took a flyer on victor oladipo um is he really what they need, though? That's, again, like he... Portland. Really? Yeah. Is that what you needed? I'm not sure. I guess it can't harm if he's, you know, if he's not doing it. You just don't play him. Uh, I think I think he's been very vocal about that's where Victor Oladipo yeah. wants to be. Yeah. And I think he probably told or any other suitors that yeah, like trade for me, but I'm gone because I'm going to Miami in free agency. Mm. And maybe I think I think that probably counts a lot for Pat Riley still. If you know what yeah. I mean, he doesn't. He likes people that try and want to be there yeah they got Bealisa as well from the Kings who must be frustrated when they play Marvin Bagley ahead of you uh, yeah but he's clearly a better player um so uh, yeah nice move for him and um again Miami they're just all about the playoffs aren't they at this point it's just healthy bodies isn't it and yeah know. yeah but yeah I don't I don't really know I, I mean I've been fairly vocal these last few pods about Victor Oladipo is I mean we're talking about a four-month spell. Yeah, really, we're we? talking about Lin's sanity. He's, yeah. he's not 24 you know I mean. anymore yeah, either, yeah, is he? Yeah. I mean, like, I'm, I'm not sure if he's not one of the, again, more really overvalued commodities. Well, he's not really the defensive player he once was. He's, and that was early in his career. Was definitely early his career, his that's what he was known as. Yeah, yeah, magic. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it was the, uh, Indiana, it was the offense that was a surprise. Yeah. Because he was, and yeah, he'd struggled to play with Westbrook at the Thunder. Yeah. And, uh, and then, yeah, had a short spell before. Oh, yeah, what was that? Lots of injuries as well. Yeah. Lots of injuries that kept him out for a long time, which is, again, something that players seldom come back from a year or two out injured, like yeah. a better player than, like physically than they were. That's yeah. well, Are you buying this Phoenix uh, team? They didn't make any moves. Are they really a two-seed? No, 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 not at all. Not at all. They remind me a lot of the, you remember like the late George Carl Denver Nuggets teams that yeah. always do really well in the regular season, but yeah. round two maybe? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I think they kind of just had a lot of good fortune. I mean, obviously, they're a good team, Chris Paul. They're a good team, but I, I think secretly it's... part of the Lakers' strategy right now is to just angle your way down to seventh or whatever you need to be. I don't think anybody gives a shit about coming seventh in these playoffs if the Suns are the second seed. Is 
is what I would say there. LeBron obviously went down with the injury. It's looking like it's going to be a month or so at least. Mm, so four to six weeks. Or yeah, 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 they could really. I mean, tumble down towards seventh. Yeah, I mean, the Warriors' season's kind of tanking. Well, say it aloud. Go on, you'll get it off your chest. You'll feel better. <laughs> uh, We're tanking. We're letting Steph just do whatever. It's looking a bit rocky now. It's looking a bit tanky, um, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, like a, a Sherman tank. <laughs> They're not Houston, at least. <laughs> or Oklahoma. But not far off. <laughs> yeah, they've had a, a rough old time. Houston? The Rockets, yeah. I'm not sure what they're... What they're I, uh, yeah, what they're doing now. Where do you stand on this uh, thing Oklahoma are doing? Uh, talking of teams that are pretty, pretty blatantly tanking. Um, they've said today they're not going to play Al Horford the rest of the year. It's, how long is it before the NBA does what they did at Philly and step in and... Put a general management page. Is it a year? Is it two years? Is that what? What's what's the rules here? You're allowed to just, you know, do this, but not for so long. It's massively hypocritical, isn't it? You know yes, I mean? it's usually hypocritical, but the existence of the Oklahoma City Thunder is massively well, hypocritical yeah. in and of itself, isn't it? We could, like for a million. <laughs> we could times. do our podcast yeah, yeah. on that, but we've uh, done nothing. <laughs> but yeah, is, is Adam Silver going to be having a word with them about this, or is it, are we just going to ignore that that whole thing happened in Philly? Where Hinky was basically ousted, yeah, uh, at the behest of the NBA and the other owners. Um, I mean, yeah, they're changing rules to try and uh, yeah. finally get rid of this tanking, yeah. and it's just it's we've got to at least put up the illusion of sport. But I mean, he's never going to do that. I don't think. No. I can't see him doing that. I just it's they seem to be able to do pretty much what they want there yeah. in that little yeah. pocket of. Murky, stolen land, murky anyway. money <laughs> and stolen land and dodgy that, oil money. Yeah, yeah, that, that little pocket of stolen land. Uh, it's um, yeah, I don't know. It's a very, very, it's a strange situation, isn't it? And it's you would think they have to because, like, whoever win the title, it's openly mocking the concept of having a title. It's openly mocking that this team beat all the other teams who were all you know the videos at the the end of a monumental season <laughs> they came through having uh, I mean, been like at this point what we're actually saying is in each conference there's like six teams who are trying there are two teams that are going to make the playoffs by accident and then the rest are like ah fuck it just give us your money <laughs> just give us your money buy a shirt and shut the fuck up <laughs> It's about where it's at, if you know. It really isn't far off, yeah. Like, it's 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 absurd. And, yeah, they need... The, the mistake they've made is with integrating the teams in the G League into that, the, the current franchises. And they should have done something to bring in some sort of relegation. Yeah. Because at this point, it's just literally... 30% of the league are trying to win. It has to, to be win. some consequence. And 70% yeah, of the team yeah. are just on like some procession to like just parade it like Nike trainers. I think the only way you, you fix that is just getting rid of the draft. Totally. And just let yeah. players sign with whichever team they want. Yeah. Um, I think that's the, the only way you're going to get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. And the NCAA can get yeah. by on the extortionate tuition fees they charge anyway because you're a university... Focus on the education, fuck's sake. It's a it's a strange situation. Yeah. It's a strange situation. Who else did we see move? Didn't Evan Fournier go? Evan Fournier is now Boston. Boston That's Celtic. Great. That's yeah. exactly what they needed. And he's exactly what they need no, no, it's not, is it? It's not <laughs> at all what they needed. 
seven fucking funny. Eh? We'll talk to uh, we'll talk to Jerry about the Raptors and that weirdness. Can we say? I mean, like like you said, you said this as well the other day that like Masai genius doing his genius. He's only got Gary Trent Jr. No. Since since they won. Oh, Kyle Lowry not being traded, I guess, is one of the biggest stories. Yes, um, because, well, what, is he going to leave for free? Free agency now? Yeah, it's too much money. I think it's simple yeah. as that, really. So who else of the title-winning team yeah. are they now going to lose for free? Mm. So Mark Gasol went for free. Sergio Barker went for free. Yeah. Uh, what's it? Uh, Kawhi. Kawhi. Kawhi, yeah. Yeah, he was on the loaner, wasn't yeah. he? For free. So they won a ring, and mm. most of the starters mm. who won it have just walked. Mm. Which doesn't seem like great general managing. Well, his contract's up, isn't it? And it'd be interesting to see what happens there with Messiah. I still have the mind that he'll be the next commissioner of the NBA or something rather than going to another team. I can just see mm. that. I don't know. He seems like, you know, if Adam Silver decides he's had enough at some stage, he, he's likely to be the sort of the next guy in that seat or something. I don't know. I've just got a feeling about that. He uh, seems to tick all the boxes, if you know what I mean. Maybe, I maybe. I don't yeah. know. How much of a company man is he, though? Well, that's it. That's the thing. Yeah. It's not about basketball. It's about pleasing it's about the team with billionaires, owners. It's isn't it? Isn't yeah. it? Um, it's, that's, that's, what the, that's what they all is. It's about pleasing the owners. Yeah. Barnum and Bailey. Did you see uh, Man of the Cloth, Pascal uh, Siakam, losing his shit with uh, Nick Nurse? <laughs> no, I heard about it, but I'm not uh, 100% sure what happened. No, I think he knew, yeah. All getting a bit frustrating, isn't it, for uh, for the Raptors? Um, a bit of a write-off season. I, well, I, I think there, what you just talked about there, is a big problem, and that Mr. Siakam isn't the player no. they were hoping. He's not bloomed into the player people he were talking takes him up some to be. Terrible shots in the paint, forces stuff. Like, yes, you know, spinning sort of layups and stuff. They've just got no chance of going in. You're like, what are you doing, mate? It's uh, yeah, he's he's not the asset that everybody thought he was yeah. playing next to Kawhi. Yeah, certainly made At him all. better. Right, we'll have a short break and uh, we'll speak to a friend of the podcast, uh, Jeremy Patterson, our Nets insider, if you will, <laughs> uh, from Brooklyn. Well, he's more of a Nets store, mate. <laughs> Hey, yo, check it out. This your man, Scott X, the Wild Cowboy. I'm here on Pick and Roll Podcast. We talking about ball and beats. Fair, how's it going? All right, good. It's uh, We didn't have you on uh, at Christmas like we usually do. For the Wednesday catch-up. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. So it's gonna uh, be Yeah, you were you're like the exact opposite of the Raptors. You got sent off to Canada. Uh and now you're back. I know. Uh, how long have you been back in Brooklyn? About um a month now, I guess. Everywhere yeah, like everywhere closed okay. still. Like pubs and bars, everything's still shut. Uh no. Are they open? They're possibly open like really minimal indoors but everyone has these like really crazy jankly put up outdoor areas which um they just let them put up like usually that would be illegal but they just sort of like let everyone 
put up all these little like sheds some of them are crazy as well some of them are like proper sheds like you would not want to be inside them like bit like bits of wood someone's just banged up and thrown some tarp over and just being like oh this is our outdoor space and like yeah. <laughs> no thanks mate yeah um, everything's still shut over here i think pubs open for outdoors in a couple of weeks or something but yeah yeah it's, it's pretty yeah it's sort of weird as well because everyone wears masks like outside so as soon as you leave your house, everyone you wear a mask, which is so the unlike. Here. You only, yeah, everybody walks around without the mask, and then when you get to the supermarket car park, you start everybody standing there at the edge putting their masks on. But the supermarket's yeah, yeah. the only place to go. I found myself looking at clothes in Sainsbury's because <laughs> there's nowhere else to go. Yeah, and none of the shops open then. Nothing. Just the supermarkets. Yeah, that's wow, it. that's. Well, wow, that's pretty. But all it yeah. does is just drives... opening. Like you can go shopping in that. But all it does is just drives everyone onto the street. So it's just like there's no point even going to the fucking park because you're just adding to the thousands of other people there. It's just fucking... yeah. It's just stupid. So... Yeah, they've shut down some of the streets, but the playgrounds definitely. Like we mainly just go to the playground for the kids, and it definitely feels like it's a bit more like popping off than usual oh mate my, my, our curb spot's been blown like, oh, really? like you can go there and there's literally like 40 people there sometimes and you're like what the fuck like oh. it, it's two curb islands that we waxed up like really what like car loads of people processions of them free cars turn up and you're like where why have you come here it's a car park like, yeah it's, it's weird it's, it's yeah like, when it's I went skating yesterday at this spot that is actually sort of the go-to spot now, but there was kind of about 12 and there's like, I don't know, there's like at least 50, probably 100 people there by the time I leave. Fucking hell. <laughs> and that's, I mean, it's quite a big open space. There used to be a basketball court. I mean, there's still basketball courts there, but they've just, it's all been overtaken now by skating. But um it's probably the size of like four basketball courts or something, so it's a big space. Yeah. But it's everywhere. You can't go in. It's Saturday and it's sunny. Every skate spot is busy. God. It's just, so, there's just nothing else to do. There's nowhere else to go. You turn up and there's just dudes from like 25 years ago turn up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I slammed so hard last week on a slappy curb. And I slipped out and just landed on the curb on the on my back and it was my friend thought I died he thought I died because I was just when you know when that happens and you're just like okay that really hurt I just need a second (laughs) (laughs) like it happened and I was just motionless and he's my friend was like shit he's dead I did I I was like no and I landed with my like the back of my pelvis right on the edge of the curb like going straight backwards like I had a like there was a bang and a white flash. My legs went a bit tingly. I laid there for a second before I even tried to wiggle my toes. I was like, holy fuck, that was a serious <laughs> one. Turned out, turned out, it actually fixed the problem I've had for like 15 years down there. Like completely <laughs> fixed it. I've done all the yoga, all the Pilates, all the stretching, all the foam roller in, like everything you can do to try and get this fixed that the doctors told me to do. And I whacked it on a curb and it's hard enough to like, Knock my pelvis back in. Yeah, just had to take one at, at Virgin Virgin Gyms. Yeah. How was the uh, How was the uh, uh, Yeah, was it front side or backside? It was a uh, backside. It was a crux, slappy crux. Oh, they're hard when it goes and you can't get you can't get your feet off it. 
Yeah, it's just like it was annoying because I, I guess I was getting tired because I'd done a few, you know, and then I'd lost it. And I guess I was trying to be, I was like, oh, what's, you, what's going on? Like, I've done this like five times already and I just lost it. And I guess I just pushed it a bit hard, just whacked it in and then just went. I've just unlocked the secret to holding front crooks. Oof. Like, um, yeah. Holding them, like being on it and being able to wrestle with it and stuff. I've been able to do them like to fakie for like a year, but that's, it's like one movement. It's, yeah, it's different. But you get into it; it's really easy, actually. Forty-five degrees, all heel. But then you got to get well on on toe and right over it. It's a really weird shape to hold. But yeah, I haven't managed to get front crooks back. I've been trying for a couple of years now because I used to have them, and I can't, I can't get them back. Bit bit upset about that one. Best feeling trick: slappy front crooks. Yeah. So um. Bingo, man in Brooklyn. What's the... Oh, yeah. Uh... Oh, yeah, it's basketball, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talk about skateboard all you want. Uh, what's the vibe uh, with the Nets? Have they actually got any fans yet? What's, uh, everyone's getting a bit excited about all these veterans they've been adding. Uh, five to two for the title now. What's, I know. People uh, are... People getting carried away. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> they're, they're expecting it. There's a bit of arrogance, I would say, now as well, <laughs> which is funny. It's come from. I don't know. They were such a lovable team, weren't they? When, oh, yeah. But when when when, when I go watch them, you go yeah. and Karis Levert and Dinwiddie. I was loving that, and then yeah, now what fans that are expecting? I think there's going to be some upset people if they don't if they don't bring it home. Yeah, I take it you're sort of popping along to watch them for $40 midweek is going to disappear once they let the fans back in. <laughs> yeah, i actually been speaking to them about a season ticket for next season. I was like, is it going to be worth it? And then, I don't know, some of the prices I was quoted, I did the maths on it and I was like, yeah, no. It ruled me out pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, just watch it on telly. It's overrated. Yeah. <laughs> the NBA, so, yeah, the NBA missed, arena the experience. I don't think I could do it more yeah, than once sales- a month. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The sales pitch was like, oh yeah. I was saying the sales pitch was like, you know, these were the second most expensive, or these will be the most expensive um, playoff tickets for resale and stuff. So I think they're expecting you to like go to half the games, sell the other half of the tickets to try and pay for your t- pay for your season tickets. So yeah. have they let fans back in there yet? Then at all? Any or? I don't know. I, I think so. And then um, I'm the Knicks let like I haven't a, been a there for a while. I think there a couple of thousand. I think there. yeah. I think I've seen a few fans at the Knicks game. Not many though. Generally yeah. like in the luxury suites and what. It's, it's like a token gesture though. It's like listening yeah. to it's like listening to a bunch of kids in an eight in like a 70s swimming pool. You know, like <laughs> on it's a knockout or something when you were a kid. Like it's like half a crowd noise. It's it is. Old. Yeah. yeah. I was what? Yeah, watching the box game, and that was. That was strange. I couldn't work out if it was real or not because it has a weird echo to it that almost makes it a bit louder than it probably is, and but then has a slight that echoey delay. Like it gives me saying. a day watching it on the telly. Just that fake crowd noise. It's just constant. It's like after about an hour, I'm just like, I can't. I don't think I can do this anymore. It's really odd. There's no nuance to it. No, like there's no nuance to, to to. There's a guy who's just got like what three levels of crowd noise to put to a button. Yeah, if you know what I mean. And it's like you've got the same hype as a block that you would have as a dunk as you would have like a steal and you're just pressing like crowd noise button yeah. like just randomly it's been a tough watch at times um everyone was getting excited about the knicks for a minute there um with tibbs 
Did you see uh, Mitchell Robinson broke his foot last night there against the Bucks? So. Oh yeah, yeah, that wasn't good for them. But um, are people excited about the Knicks again in the press and stuff? Uh, see, bit of chat about them making the playoffs. I think people are still they don't want to get too carried away just because of the record of just being like a bit of a joke. So <laughs> I think they're keeping a little bit quiet, especially considering firepower the Nets have got. They don't want to like shoot their mouths off too much. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to let the Nets do that for a bit and probably hope that they fail so they can laugh at them. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's not going to take much for it to all kick off with the Knicks again. You know, like, Oh, yeah, just any kind of relevance, really. People get yeah. excited. So. Yeah, I mean, they are, aren't they? They'll make the playoffs and they'll... It's looking that way. Yeah. Who knows? They may even get a first-round upset. But I can't see that. No. But, yeah, but, yeah there, there's no need to try and hurry. They're not in the place where they can skip along two steps at this point, are they? So. Yeah. They seem to have a team, yeah. like, the first time. Well, that actually like feels like a team that they can build on and stuff. So, Play, players tryings, just a good yeah, bit of progress really. See your <laughs> man uh, Taj Gibson's uh, back, oh, yeah, back on the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's Tibbs, isn't it? He's getting the band back together. That's yeah. what he does. That's what he does. I bet, that, bet they were happy that the, there was some controversy because didn't James Dolan have one of the fans? Band or some fan had a T-shirt on that said Bandolin, like oh, the really? Knicks logo, and he got like fully escorted out and stuff like that, and then uh, and like banned for life from MSG. Yeah. And they were just yeah, the Knicks has been a thing the last few days. Knicks released a statement saying like any disrespect, we won't tolerate any disrespect of any kind, and it's like. What? Wait a minute! Hey, <laughs> they were asking Patrick Ewing for ID. The other yeah, week. yeah, yeah. Like, like it's there's there's, there's, there's a, a lot that needs to sort out there, isn't it? Yeah. Like no matter what, like it seems like they've finally sorted out their operations. They've finally got like a GM in place. They've finally got a coach in place. They've finally got a team that the fans get behind, and then the staff at MSG start kicking the fans out. Like it's 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 <laughs> nice. It's fucking glorious. Yeah, I don't. I still don't know what to make of this Nets thing. I just. I think it could go wrong in the playoffs. I mean, Carrie Irving's just like another week off unannounced for reasons oh, yeah. no one's aware of. It's all just, it all just looks like it could go horribly wrong. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I saw someone basically. tweeting about him how they love how he just treats basketball like a job. Like he just shows up, like if he feels like he needs a bit of a break, he just takes a week yeah. off. Just like a couple six sick, sick days are yeah. full of sick here and there. I can't blame him if you can get away with it, but uh, yeah, when you earn the kind of money, I can blame him because that kind of money doing the. I mean, like, hey, it's like someone paying me, like what, thirty million pounds a year to go skating. I, I would be like, yeah, all right, I'll turn up today. Fuck it, yeah, yeah. yeah my legs, I don't quite have it in my legs, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm all right with this. I can pitch up. Also, yeah, yeah I still. Yeah, I think James Harden wants to win, though, doesn't he? It appears that way. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's doing pretty. Yeah, we were talking about in your last podcast. He's doing quite well, isn't he? He's like, yeah, but that's what he does, isn't it? In the regular season, it's it's the playoffs where he's struggled in the past. And uh, yeah, they've been in the West though. Yeah, that's true. The East's a very different makeup, isn't it? Yeah, a very yeah. different makeup. And five to two for the title now, Brooklyn favorites. And he's got a teammate in Kevin Durant who he can par off that last shot to and all that kind of stuff also, there's a lot of less pressure on him injured though do you know what I mean Kevin Durant injured you say <laughs> woo is that is that is that 
I've not heard that before. Fucking hell. It's those weird feet. The fact he's seven foot tall <laughs> yeah. and about seven stone. That, that might have something to do with it. I bought some of his shoes a few years ago and um, you can barely get them on your feet. They're that narrow. <laughs> Ridiculous. He's like, he must have really strange feet. Yeah, Harden was saying that they got to all get back on the floor so they can start practicing for the playoffs, I guess. I guess so. Because <laughs> he's I mean, doing the same. I mean, that's the sort of things. It's like a... It's just like training for the playoffs. Yeah, it's just becoming more and more irrelevant, irrelevant isn't it? The regular season. Yeah, I must say I'm bored of it already. I don't know why they're so <laughs> desperate to keep it 82 yeah. games as well, because it just highlights, it makes it more so how inconsequential most of it is. Yeah, You're just adding more games to dilute your seasons down. Yeah, Even 72 seems like too many, yeah. Um, Should be home and away. The way they're Each cramming team, them home in and away. It's yeah. not. It's not the nineteen fifties. We're not driving around on buses. Mm. Like each team, home and away, and like have some genuine sort of consequence to each game. Have some sort of, if you know what I mean, something to look forward like a league to. Table or something. Yeah. yeah. It's not that bullshit where oh they're playing them twice on a back to back on a Tuesday and Thursday. Like what? What? What's, there's no build up to anything. You know what like they do with the Christmas Day games. Because yeah. like they've worked out enough of all oh, right, okay, that games where we can put sort of rivalry and some sort of historical context to it, we can have like anticipated games, mm-hmm. and then we'll just you know the ninety five percent of the rest of the games, fuck it, just be bullshit throwaway to suck people and to try and get their money again. It's like that Robinson injury last night for the Knicks. He just brushed him, brushed him back, you know, mm. and literally breaks his fucking foot straight away. It's just I don't know. Seems unnecessary. It's as long as a football season with like five times the amount of games. Yeah. Um, have you had a nice, relaxing weekend with Wednesday not playing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not been good, yeah. has it? I've, yeah. I mean, I've I've stopped watching. That's probably a good move. I so I started watching again, like when Darren Moore came, and uh, yeah. I watched his uh, first game it's been and a then. Tough watch. Yeah. Trying to pass out at least. Yeah. Um What what was before was just a ball I'm in. Not sure you need to be trying to pass out defence when Tom Lees is your centre half though. It's <laughs> it's better not, than not just, gonna end well. Well there's no point in lumping it out of defence when Tom yeah. Lees is your centre half either, is it? Like it was just I've seen some appalling football this season from Wednesday. Yeah. I think it's the worst I've ever seen. It is pretty bad. Oh yeah, the the Tony Pulis side that was like hold on, do you want us do you want us on our front or on our back? Shall I spread first? Do you want me to lube you? Are, are you sure that's that's wet enough? Because, yeah, please don't make it too rough on us. We're so. just so predictable, that's the thing. Everybody knows what we're going to do every game. There's no element of surprise in anything they do. And I think that's... I think Bannon's part of the problem as well, as good as a player he is. I think we've just come... We've got so predictable what we're going to do. Certainly not got the best out of uh, some of the players that have come here. Not having a centre-forward. Yeah. Not playing a centre-forward, playing a bloke who in Patterson who is one of those players who like is not really a right back because we can't find a position for him and if we stick him at right back he can't do too much damage yeah. if you know what I mean he's like one he's of just, them utility remember like Lewis Buxton he's just a fuck up guy he's a defender he's not a full back he's not a centre half we'll just yeah. stick him there I don't yeah. oof god um, that, that, that was possibly the darkest times I can ever remember as a Wednesday for the Pulis thing um, oh, definitely. So predictable, though, wasn't it? I mean, you, you knew what you were getting. There was games where we had like I mean, sort of 20 or 20% possession. It was just at home and stuff, you know. 
Yeah. I mean, teams are known for, since probably the second year of Carlos's management, that all you have to do is press Bannon, flood that midfield a little bit, and that's it, we're done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, they, you know, we have, we've never really addressed it. Thought we would when we got Harris, thought that would, like, maybe take some of the pressure off when we got a few wingers in. But He had that sort of three-month spell where he looked, really good and then it's just kind of related yeah. to type hasn't he what happened with Harris was the three crosses he was ever going to do successfully with us with his left foot happened in like the first three <laughs> weeks and then that yeah. was it we were just doomed because he's literally the most predictable winger ever yeah. you'd have him in yeah. your pocket as a, as a right back because he's got nothing on his left foot anymore he'll do that step over and take it to his left and then he crosses it about it's like watching Nigel Worthington when he used to charge that left-hand side, someone had laid it off, and then he'd do one of those crosses that swung like wastefully over the over the like crossbar mm. off the outside of his foot. Isn't he Brendan Rodgers' uncle or something? Nigel Wurdenton. Apparently, he... Brendan Rodgers is a big Wednesday fan. Nigel Wurdenton was his, his uncle or something. Jesus, can uh, we get some tips? There you go, stat for you there. Tactical tips. <laughs> some tips and Vardy. That's what we need. Yeah, um, yeah, Vardy back for Swan Song. <laughs> About thirty-seven now. <laughs> It'd be another one of them where we just take take that player. Well, like Chris Marsden, he was saying, "Money, I'm a Wednesday fan. Pay me some money. I'm thirty-eight. Nobody else will." You think they'll go down then? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Do you think Dan? <laughs> I don't know. Do you think we're going to wake up tomorrow morning and need to well, take a mathematically, shit? Mathematically, yeah. Probably, yeah. <laughs> it's not mathematically impossible that it's going to start raining frogs. Unbeaten in but, two. You know, might have turned the corner. <laughs> I think that's the best thing that could happen to us. And then we could just get rid of everyone. Oh, yeah, completely. I want get to go down. I'd hate and to. just stop. Yeah, I think I'm sort of looking forward to it. Yeah. I, I think. More, I can can Stanley away. More having to rebuild in the championship from where we are in the championship is a lot harder than more having, being able to rebuild in League One. Mm. Forest Greenway, yeah. new ground. Want vegan tip? Want vegan tip? Yeah, there you go. We'll go there. Carbon neutral. <laughs> we'll cycle there. Yeah, depressing. But, uh, it's not depressing. It's not. I've been, I've been having this all week, and essentially, it's not depressing at all. That like football is male soap. I don't opera. care that much anymore. I want drama it in it. I'd, I'd rather be a Wednesday fan and have had the ups and downs, the near death experiences, than been an Everton fan. If you know what I mean, this whole time, who've been in the Premier League the whole time, but fluctuated between eighth and sixteenth. If you know what I mean, like the most unremarkable. We're never going to go up. Like we're never going to challenge at the top. We're never going to get relegated. Really, we're just turning up week in and week out. To, like, there's nothing there. I'd rather go up. I'd rather go down. I'd rather, I'd rather this happen to us. I'd rather we it, it all go wrong and we burn in flames and go bust than be an Everton fan. I mean, there's a realistic chance of that happening. Yeah, completely. Like, it's like it's like we're being positive and thinking, oh, we could go down and rebuild, but. With Chance Series record, what do you think are the chances of him rebuilding, even in League One? He's probably going to get wrong. He can't even hand his accounts in, so I think that's probably where we're going to come and still. You can't just keep inventing companies that don't exist and pretending they sponsor you. I think someone's going to be having a serious word soon about it. I think it's already happened. Yeah. It's already happened. Yeah. yeah. We've been through all it, that. I mean, hopefully, hopefully that the more appointment represents the forward thinking of. Right, okay, this is going to need to rebuild. Ultimately, he wants to sell it, and he can't sell it if we're tumbling down. So he needs to arrest that, and we need to be a championship side in order for him to sell it. So 
whoever buys it is going to have to buy the ground as well, though, you'd imagine. From so. him, but I, apparently he hasn't actually, that company hasn't paid Sheffield Wednesday anything right. for it yet. Okay. So that might not even be a real thing. Murky, to say the least. I'm excited, though. Darren Moore's Donny team, is ex- from what I've seen, was exciting this year. It was built quickly, yeah, on the fly, with very little money. He does look like a broken man already, though. I I think just, that's the, just his countenance, I think. <laughs> he just looks that yeah. he's, he's quite deadpan, isn't he? Yeah. Good record him and his team are coaching youngsters. So, you know, I think we'll be looking at getting a shed load of promising youths in. Well, we don't produce lively... any players, so... We can let them all go for freeze no, when we get players. They just go for free. <laughs> we haven't made any really good ones for a long time. But yeah. Mark Beavers, where are you now? Have we ever made any? <laughs> so, think. Sorry, I came across something else to do with Wednesday. Someone was suggesting. I can't remember where else it is. Oh, it might be the Hatters. Well, that Sheffield Hatters because they're struggling to get money to. Yeah, they go they, they missed the, they missed the season last year, and it sounds like they could be done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then someone was mentioning about how you, you could get Wednesday and just bring all the Sheffield sports under Wednesday, like they, how they do it in, say, Greece and Spain, how they, you know, the basketball teams are like Olympiakos and Panathinaikos. I was trying to talk uh, my friend uh, Richard, who's Sheffield FC chairman, into doing the same, because they're building a new ground at Meadowhead. Maybe I did that for Everton had a team, I broached, didn't I? Yeah, Everton had a team, yeah. Oh, but Babalola used to play for them. They threw yeah. money at yeah. it as well. So, yeah, it's good in theory. You you wouldn't trust Wednesday to do it properly, would you? They'd fuck it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, definitely taking that. We can't even manage our own football team, let exactly. alone bring in other clubs. But... They can't manage hot water on the fucking <laughs> cafe, so, you know. Uh, yeah, wouldn't fill me with confidence. But, uh, yeah, I like the idea. Definitely good in theory. Did you think there were... Do you think it would could work? Do you think there's too much history with the Sheffield teams, though, the Sheffield basketball teams, to come under sort of a different, a different uh, organization? Or I think money talks. Whatever, or... think money talks basically. If yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. oh, you think they're just be happy to cash, get money. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you can fair. have your name on the arse of the Sheffield Sharks, sure, if you've got enough money. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Really. They will literally do anything. So yeah. shout out to Mike. Um, <laughs> to be fair, Wednesday Wednesday have failed to pay their own first team players several times. I'm not sure there's much sloshing around that kitty. <laughs> no, it would be good though. Anything else to report from uh, Brooklyn? How's the slow um, gentrification going? Have you seen Kevin Durant knocking around Fulton Street? Or... <laughs> <laughs> I haven't actually. No. Uh, no, that's him. Uh, it's good. I mean. Very, I mean, play. I was saying, playgrounds are busy. Everyone's out playing basketball. So, wonder if there's going to be some sort of um, like elite year from all the kids being out so much playing basketball and that in like a few years' time. Renaissance, That's it. Long tail yeah, New, New York Renaissance to get Sal out there. Oh yeah, he's out there. Don't worry. <laughs> Posted it. <laughs> How big is he now? He's getting he's there. He's obviously not that tall, but uh, no. Is he going to be? He's going to be a footer, isn't he? Definitely. Yeah, but no, he loves it. He loves it. He's out there all the time. So you can finally just make with this small basketball, the mini basketballs. You can finally get a basket with it. So up to regulation. Bit of a, yeah, a bit of a breakthrough this week. Happy days. That's it. Shoe yep. The family's very excited. 
um jerry nice to hear from you anyway um hopefully you might get get you along to a game in the playoffs Oof, you yeah know. would love it yeah i'll have to be the cheap seats <laughs> if they exist anymore we'll see yeah i don't know where the draft is this year if it's at barclays again or not yeah i'm not sure yeah, it was they're actually moving year. well they moved the um because i just saw they did the draft for the WNBA as well oh really just recently but they because they moved the liberty to brooklyn i guess they did it in a oh, year or two, but they have just barely played there yeah well uh We'll have you on live from the parade when uh, when the Nets win, then <laughs> yeah. uh, on the open top bus down uh, Atlantic <laughs> Avenue, I guess. <laughs> yeah, can't wait. With your foam finger. Oh, um, <laughs> oh what about Philly? Have you been watching Philly? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, they've uh, they look good, haven't they? Oh yeah, Harris. Yeah, he's been steady. Yeah, yeah. I've like probably that. said a few bad things about Harris in the past. <laughs> Yeah, and Bede got injured though, didn't he? So um, yeah, and Bede, like Bede's out. Right, but, uh, Green though as well. Greens. It's good to have it because I always dislike Green because he always seems to be getting baskets against the team against your team, like important baskets. So it's nice. Got a few the other night. It's nice to nice to have him on your team. Yeah, he's still got it. Still can't dribble, but Danny Green, he is. He's really frustrating. He's one of those players who, like, you like, you see him make shots, and then you're like, oh, he must be a really good shooter. And then you look at his stats, and you're like, nope, just just against us, then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had some moments against the Warriors in that finals. Uh, that's for sure. Guys. But uh, yeah, a Philly Brooklyn uh, conference finals would be good. Yeah, hopefully everyone's fit. So yeah. I think. I mean, yeah, that is going to be good. To be fair, you're asking a bunch of blokes who haven't been fit for the last five <laughs> years to all be fit at the same time. That seems unlikely. Yeah, I know. I just, I, mean, I almost like believing a conspiracy theory that they're all just taking this, you know, because this is the sort of, they're just taking this time, time off. off on purpose. Like, they're not actually injured. They're just like, okay, let's rest everyone for this time. Then we can bring them back. Then they can get up to speed just in the right time for the, the playoffs. I don't think anyone's rushing anyone back, that's for sure. Um, yeah, so, uh, so. Yeah, I'm like, we'll see. I don't know. Maybe there's a conspiracy theory in yeah. there. Well, there's no value in it. It turns yeah. out that the fans, yeah, the fans will accept whatever fucking five anybody bothers to put out on the floor in the, in the right jersey. So there's no the there's books, no consideration about, oh, we'd be better not. The books you know pretty I mean. much put like a G League team out last night. Yeah. Like, like it's, three rookies. The disdain for the fans in that regard has, has gone so far that you can just put anybody out. Look look at Philly a few years ago. Well what I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna spend I'm gonna spend four hours of my life with a Sharpies finding the right piece of cardboard that I can draw a tank on. I'm gonna go to the game, I'm gonna wave while we're losing this cardboard banner of a tank because I'm I'm stoked on the fact that my team's fucking losing. Like at, at this point at this point you can pretty much do anything. Like the NBA's like hypnotized fans into thinking that yeah, losing is losing's the point somehow and to be celebrated. So, yeah, I mean yeah, with no fans. Well. It's not like they're gonna boo. The fans are gonna boo because Kevin Durant isn't playing. Yeah, all they care about is is winning the playoffs at the moment. Yeah, that's all anybody really cares about from their team, isn't it? Well yeah, let's hope you're back to go buy yourself a fourteen dollar beer soon and uh <laughs> 
catch a t-shirt out of yep. cannon. That's what it's all about at the end of the day. Ah, still dreaming of it. <laughs> cool. Jerry, nice to speak to you. And uh, Yeah, good to speak to you. We'll catch up with you soon. Yep, definitely. All right, man. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Yeah, bye. Uh, is that us? No. Yeah. Um, until next time. Yeah. Uh, come on, playoffs. Come on, playoffs. Get this godforsaken, horrible uh, mockery out yeah. of the way. Come on now. Um, until then, peace out. <laughs>